You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, Ro on the radio. Just just to let y'all know, as like a disclaimer, there is a lot of of uh, construction going on right now. So if you hear some noises, we are fully aware of that. Emma is making some progress, and we're all very excited for it. <laughs> This is a special episode. I mean, all episodes are special. I got Alex Badishba. I never know if I say your name correctly. You said it right. I did. Okay. She has like the coolest um, name. So for those of you, for people who don't know who Alex is, why don't you give us an introduction of who you are? Okay. I am Alex Badishba. Ro yeah. nailed it. She nailed it. <laughs> um, and I am Interform's curatorial coordinator for um, Assembly. So specifically for a project that Interform is putting on this summer. Awesome. Yeah. So for how did you get involved with Interform? Like how did, how did we make this connection between Interform and Alex? I'm going to say it's all on Robin. Okay. So Interform CEO Robin. I'm sure we're familiar <laughs> um, at this point. But last summer, or let's go back, last April, I produced an art show in the NWA Mall in the old Banana Republic um, where we had 27 artists. It was three days only, so it was a pop-up event. Um, but you entered in, it felt like you were just going to the mall, and then it was this experiential art gallery. We had merch, we had art for sale, we had a bartender, we had drinks. Um, the dressing rooms became um, pop-up selfie booths. Um, we we activated the stock room so you could go all the way in the back where all the like shelving and inventory used to be. And that was experiential as well. Um, but Robin saw that, reached out to me after that show I was like, Alex, I have this idea for a massive art event next summer. So this was last year, so 2023, and I want you to be part of it. And so that's kind of how I came on board. That's amazing. I hate that I missed that. It's. I think that there is... It's still there. I don't know. It's not the same thing, but there's still artwork that's a there. A different group came in after okay. I did, and they put in a permanent community gallery. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. That's what it... You started this. <laughs> True to this, not new to this. All right. Um, why do you think it's important to bring art installations to Northwest Arkansas? Like from a personal opinion. I think art is important because it exposes people's stories that people otherwise might not have access to or be around. I think we can all agree creative expression is good for everybody. I think it makes all of us better when we're creating, whether you call yourself an artist, you think of yourself as a creative. I think self-expression is positive just across the board, but I think bringing art exhibits to our area, um, just expose people to culture, to diversity, to people that they might not spend time with in their circles. Um, but yeah, I just think art is important in getting to know different people. And I just think it, yeah, it makes us all better. What's so what's different about assembly this year versus assembly 2021. And I know you weren't a part of assembly 2021. I just want to know what your take on it is. Like, did you see any of the installations maybe through, you know, our Google drive or, <laughs> you know, did, did you hear anything about it? And how do you think that this year is going to be different? I have gotten very familiar with the Google Drive. <laughs> um, 
Um, Bless your heart. That was something I didn't know much about before Interform, um, but love the Google Drive now. I didn't get to attend Assembly 2021, but yeah, I've seen a lot of photos, seen it, heard a lot about it. Um, and I'd say the biggest difference this go around is going to be scale. So we're thinking really big. Um, Robin, this is initially her vision, but we are, I think, doubling, if not tripling in size, just as far as activations and events, people involved, um, number of artists involved. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be a lot bigger. I believe last time it was only in downtown Springdale. Correct. This time we are activating downtown Springdale, downtown Bentonville, as well as some affiliate and satellite locations in Fayetteville and Rogers. Wow. It's huge. Yeah. That is definitely huge. And so assembly is branded as a biennial for someone who doesn't know what a biennial is, what exactly is a biennial? A very fair question. I think <laughs> most people, <laughs> I was like loosely familiar when Robin first came to me about it. Um, a biennial is just an ongoing art and art or cultural event. So by, and by means every other year. So it means it happens every two years. Gotcha. Yep. Now everybody's clear on that. Cause I've had people reach out to me even on like my personal Instagram, like, what is a biennial? It and sounds to fancy. Me, yeah, like bi automatically means two, so every other to me, but mm -hmm. everybody's not the same. Everybody is different. What What do you want people to know about assembly that they may not know? Like the word assembly, I think Robin had came up with it with the curators, the first assembly. It just means to gather people together. So what do you want people to know about like what all encompasses assembly and what it means to the area? So I really, I agree. I really like the title assembly because I think it can mean several different things. Okay. Um, so we've got the tagline, a fashion and art biennial, um, and inner form obviously has roots in fashion. Um, and so that really is like one of the pillars of what assembly is. But I like that the word assembly applies to assembling clothing. Like a big part of Interform is creating clothing. You're actually assembling. Um, a big part of this project is the process. So really communicating the process of curators, of artists, of designers, and talking about what it takes to assemble a show, assemble a collection, assemble an event. Um, so I, that's what assembly to me means. Um, trying to think what else. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way as far as to put things together. Uh -huh. When I think assembly, I think of my elementary school when we have assembly and I made excellent grades and got to <laughs> go up in the front, you know, and get my shine on at the assembly. But that makes perfect sense to assemble clothing together, to assemble people and curators of an art experience. I think it's supposed to have multiple meanings because again the scale of this project is so big that we want it to apply to all of the different activations that we've got going on that makes perfect sense all right talk about the curators first of all what exactly is a curator i i know what i'm what i'm thinking is a curator is a person who gathers art it's a it's an art manager I think you're right. Oh, you're tracking. Listen, you're tracking. Listen, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. But what is what is like a, you know, an actual def, not a Rochelle definition, because I don't know what I'm talking about. I think you do. You do know what you're talking about. I think a curator. I mean, there's lots of different definitions. I think Robin gave 
a lesson to the curatorial cohort where she had probably 30 different words that encompassed a curator. So it does have lots of different meanings. Okay. Assembly. Um, but a curator is just somebody who organizes and arranges a collection of things. So art or fashion, we usually think of it in terms of art or right. art gallery, but in this case, um, it's art and retail. So, arranging and organizing, giving a concept to something and making sure, going through the process of refining things to make sure things fit within a concept, within a theme. So it has, so the curators actually have a theme. They don't just pick a bunch of people kind of hodgepodge. Correct. Correct. Interesting. Maybe I'll be a curator (laughs) next time. No, that's not. That's definitely not going to work. As an artist and a curator yourself, what can people expect to see in your exhibition. Don't give it all away now. Okay, we'll keep some surprises. Yeah, keep some. So one of my favorite things about bringing art here is we know what it feels like to go to, we have amazing crystal bridges. We've got the momentary. Mm -hmm. So I think people here have an idea of what it is to go see art in a museum. I really like exposing people to art in more of an unexpected environment. It's just why I'm really excited about downtown Springdale because I don't think people think of Springdale as a go-to art destination. Right. But we're working on that. Okay. Um, But so we've got, I think, seven plus galleries or exhibits that are going to be on Emma or around Emma Avenue in Springdale. And my exhibit is focusing on, it's a critique on consumption, Mm. fast fashion, fast food. Think about just like our overwhelming appetite for more. Um, And encouraging people through an immersive interactive art experience to move a little bit slower, think a little bit slower, um, and just slow down. I really want people to come into this space and be like, want to spend time there, but then also for the, there'll be lots of different interactive elements where you can really slow down, think. Yeah. Wow. I'm actually really excited (laughs) about that. When she said interactive, I was like, Oh, because I'm all about being able to maybe touch or experience the art, I feel like it captures people's attention a little bit more instead of kind of passing by and just kind of looking at images on a wall or in a regular space that you would expect mm-hmm. to see art. So I'm really, I'm really excited about Thanks, that. Thanks, When you, so when you choose artists to be in an exhibition, what are some of the things that you look for or what are some things that maybe someone who wants to be a curator should look for? It's a great question too. Um, I know, so I'm a big, I'm a concept, I'm kind of a top-down person where I start with a big idea, and then for me, being a curator looks like refi- like refining the entire way down, and so I go from concept to looking for artists that I think their work would fit within that concept. Okay. Um, we had an open call for artists, which was, there's, there are amazing artists here, we found out, we had amazing applicants. Um, and as our curator t- curatorial team was pulling artists, um, we, that was a constant reminder that we would include every, like, I think they wanted to pick everybody, honestly, because everyone was talented in their, in different ways. Um, but really the job of the curator is to refine. And so making sure you're finding a through line between different artists. So making sure work, it may look completely different, but you can find either a similarity in story or you're conveying some sort of message, feeling, meaning that makes sense all in one space together. Okay. Yeah. Do you, when you choose the artist's work, do they create new work for 
assembly or do you just go by what they submitted? Both. Okay. That, okay. Yeah, both. So we've got two different process processes, processes. There it is. Processes. <laughs> <laughs> processes. <laughs> I'm making it fancier than it is. <laughs> so there are t- a couple of different avenues that um, our artists and our curators can work within. Um, they'll either pull existing artworks from an artist or commission specific pieces for their show. So really pumped for y'all to see. There's definitely some cool commissions coming just for assembly. I yeah. am super yeah. excited. What what is your favorite? What has been your favorite part so far? This seems like a lot of work because I know when you come in. You are, you know, head down, <laughs> super busy. What has been some some of your favorite experiences about preparing for assembly? I have really loved having coworkers again. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've really loved the inner. I'm not just saying that either because I'm sitting in the room <laughs> with two of you. But I've really loved being on a team of people again. Mm-hmm. I had worked by myself or remotely for about two years. So that's been really fun and collaborative. Like this is a very, very collaborative process. There's a lot of brains involved, um, which is sometimes tougher, but way more rewarding at the end of it. Just there's so many ideas that I never would have thought of that Zach will mention something or James will mention something and just the snowballing effect that happens with when you're working with other people, I'd really missed. Um, And then I think thinking through marketing because this is such a big scale like I have a marketing like marketing is me at my core and thinking through like how are we going to communicate what a biennial is how are we going to educate northwest Arkansas on what all these different things are and how to go to all these different places within one month of each other I think just strategizing that has been really fun too awesome yeah now what are I, I hesitate to say this, the challenges. I mean, don't name people, right? Like, don't be like, man, Robin, <laughs> man, James has been really annoying with his ponytail. And <laughs> He's nodding in the corner. <laughs> he is, he is. What are some of the challenges of preparing for an art by art in art and fashion biennial that is this big? Because you did mention that it is on a way bigger scale than the original assembly, and there's a lot of moving parts. What are some of the challenges that you run into in preparation for this event? Honestly, venues were tougher than I expected. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, venues have definitely been a challenge because we're not leasing spaces for six months or a year at a time. We're looking for one month. And we found out that a lot of commercial landlords do not want to give you their space for just one month. Mm. That said, we have 15 plus badass venues. So we, we got it done. Yeah. But that was tough. You overcame um, that challenge. We overcame. We started on that process, though, last July. So it has been a – and I think we just finished signing the last lease on our last space. So it awesome. has been a months and months long process to get all of these venues secured. That sounds really hard. I'm glad that y'all yeah. are doing it. And not <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got a team of people. <laughs> so how can people find out more – uh, about assembly besides you know you can go to interform.art you can go to our website you can go to instagram and facebook is there like an assembly instagram or that people can can go to or to check some of this stuff out i feel so. like you teed me up for that um we actually <laughs> we just launched instagram assembly.biennial 
Oh, today I just posted the first post on it today, so okay. it's up, it's live. Um, it's up and it's up. It is up, up and it's up. <laughs> it is up. <laughs> All right, so we can go to assembly dot biennial mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, we can find out about it on interform.art as far as Instagram and our website and interform fashion. Anything else that you want to tell the people about upcoming assembly that they should be excited for? Or... Just have June blocked off on your calendar because we <laughs> we have something for you literally almost every day. Oh, that's so amazing. if you don't already have a vacation planned, don't go anywhere because <laughs> we've got a full month of art and retail and runway shows and pop-ups and performances and things for you to do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for carving a little bit of time out of your schedule. I know you're busy in preparation. We're almost there. That was Interform Podcast. Talked about assembly with Alex Bodishbot. I'm Ro on the radio. You can follow me on Instagram. It's R-O underscore on underscore the radio. All one word. Make sure you follow follow Interform on Instagram. It's interform.art. And you can check out more on our website, interform.art. Thank you so much, Alex. Thanks for having me. You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this.